Discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatin as Christ is magnified in you. you see? But the ambition in his heart was pushing every now and then to want to come. It's not something that drops at once. It's something you must fight consistently and continuously. Because you can start right, but as time goes on, you realize that money starts, the conscience of money starts entering your heart. You start fighting your senior pastor because you think that your senior pastor has more money than you. And your senior pastor has some privileges that you don't have. Do you get it? So you wouldn't, when you were celebrating your birthday, nobody minded you. But when your pastor was, your senior pastor was celebrating their birthday, they brought 100,000 Ghana cities and bought one to, uh, uh, Toyota Land Cruiser Prado for him. Hey. And that is, your, that is a car that you have been desiring all your life. Toyota Land Cruiser Prado. With the, the lights like that, the eyes are like that. That is what you have been desiring. And they bought it for your senior pastor. So if you are not careful, is that how life is? Ungrateful people. Your message will change. It can influence your message. Before you realize you are saying something else, you are believing something else. If you don't fight your personal ambition, you will do things in the ministry because of money. Money. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked that money will lead you. You'll be surprised at yourself. Money. You have to fight. Why are you prophesying? Why do you want to do? Why do you want to do the things that you want to do? Why do you want? Why? Why? Why do you want to do it? You have to check your heart consistently. You have to be strong and courageous to check what the reason why you want to do what you want to do, or the reason why you are doing what you are doing. Why are you doing it? Is it because of money? You see, and all that while maybe your mother is also requesting for money, your wife is requesting for money, your children are requesting for money. School is knocking on your door. Things are happening. You get it? Yeah. And you, you, you check and you realize, hey, it's like I don't have much money. What can I do to bring? I see I'm ministering. I see I'm in the house of God. I have prophetic grace. So. You see, I can see word of knowledge. Can just, I just, it just comes like that. Yeah. My pastor doesn't even have that. Me, I have that. Oh, stop. You've said it before in your heart. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, my, I, my, I have it. But my pastor does not have it. Why shouldn't I bless some cocoa for some people to, to get something? You'll be surprised. You'll be shocked at yourself. Yeah. And you will not even know. You give, the devil will give you reasons why, 25 reasons why you must bless cocoa for people to buy. <laughs> you become cocoa king, eh? You must push to drop your personal ambition. For some, their personal ambition is along the lines of fame. You get it? Fame. Fame. You want to be known. You want to be seen in a white suit like I'm wearing. Isn't it nice? 
Is my white suit nice? So you want to be the one standing on the poster doing this. The Lord's anointed ministries. Yeah, you want to be the one. You want to, you, your name, you want your surname to be named or your first name to be known. When you watch Pastor Chris, then something is happening to you. When you watch Bishop Dad, something is happening. When you watch, it's like, if only I can be like this. If only I can be. Oh, you be so. Do you like my message? Do you like what I'm talking about? Is it, has it crossed your mind? Actually, but has it crossed your mind before? What did your neighbor say? Three times a day. Hey, morning, afternoon, evening. Yeah, if you are not careful, you'll be shocked. That you'll be in the ministry because of fame. You want to be the one in the white suit standing there like this. And your two associate pastors, one will be here, one will be and you will lay hands on them on the poster. Not me, not me. It is me. Yeah. Yes. Primate bishop. You are the primate bishop. Hey. You'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. Hallelujah. You want, your, you want people to know that you too, you are something. Listen, you have, to, you have to check your heart. You have to be strong and courageous. When that thought enters your mind, know who is talking to you. Know who is talking to you. You say, I gave you a preamble. Do you know I gave you a preamble? Even if you're a senior minister, you are the one in charge, and such things are entering your heart, you should know that you are going the wrong way. You have to check it. You think that you want to be the one standing, you want your face to be known. You want your name to be known. Where is Jesus? You don't think about Jesus. You think about yourself. You want to be known. It's my, it's my ministry. It is your, when did you get your ministry? It is mine. I, I have to become something. I have to become something. Every, a lot of people are pushing. They want to become something. They want to be known. They want to be heard. They want to be, I can preach better. I can. And there are people around you who assist you to even think like that. When you finish preaching, they'll come to you. Hey, I have never heard this message before in my life. Even pastor has never preached that message before. Hey. 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 Then you start, the devil starts talking to you. Conference with the devil. Just chatting with you. Yeah. Hallelujah. You have to be strong and courageous. Drop that. Okay? Else one day you stand before God. And he'll say to you, Depart from me, you work out of iniquity. These people don't want to read Jesus. Some people say that Jesus' words were for the Jews. Oh, yeah. You don't know. Some people say that Jesus' words for the, was, was for the Jews. Paul's words are for the new creation. You have to be very careful. Ah, God came, Jesus came down for everybody. Oh, Did he come down for some people? He came down for everybody. So whatever he says applies. Do you understand? Yeah. Hey. Some people don't want to read about Jesus' words. They want to read something else. Old Testament or something. I don't know. We have to be very careful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Where is Jesus in your, in your thought process? The aim is to glorify. The Holy Spirit came not to even glorify himself. That's what, the Holy Spirit is not in a system. And we are working with the Holy Spirit. Is it true? He's not in a system to glorify himself. Reading John chapter 16, he tells you exactly what the ministry of the Spirit is. So you can't be in the ministry for another purpose. If you, are, if you are coming for another purpose, you are going to be in trouble. And if you allow things happening around you, the circumstances happening around you to enter your heart, you'll be shocked. Maybe truly they don't mind you. 
The people you are ministering to may not be minding you. They may not be sowing into your life. Every time when they want to sow, they will pass you and go and sow into someone else's life. They'll just be going like that. They'll just be going like that. They'll just be going like that. And you sit down. Ah. Monkey they work. Babu they chop. What is all this? Maybe when you come to church, they don't bring you water. They don't put water by you for you to drink. But your senior minister will be preaching and then you'll come and come and drink water. Shield series. You look at it and you wonder. At this age, at this stage of mind. Maybe what I'm saying does not apply to you now, but as you go on, you realize that it is entering, it wants to enter your heart. You get it? Yeah. I, I like to preach about the future. So that by the time you, when you are entering the future and realize things are, hey, this is what they were talking about, so that you be guided. I preach for the, for the purpose of the future. So maybe it's not applying to you now. As I'm talking, it's like, oh, what are, don't, don't close your heart to what I'm saying. Open it, because maybe two years from now, you find yourself in a circumstance like that. You really want to leave. You get it? Yeah. But you are not here on your own. You didn't come on your own. Nobody exists on his own. Not at all. John chapter, John chapter 16. Let's read from verse 11. Go to verse 12. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Verse 13. How be when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of what? He shall not speak of what? He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. He will show you things to come. Verse 14. He shall glorify who? Who is talking? If you have a good Bible, you see that it's in red, isn't it? He shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Why do you want to glorify yourself? Why do you want to become something you are not? Why don't you want to? Why don't you want to hide? Why don't you? You have to hide. Jesus said you have to be wise as serpents. A serpent can be here. Okay? With his wife married. He will do wedding here. He will not know he has done a wedding. He will be giving birth. First born, second born, third born. You have 12 bonds. You will buy, do naming ceremonies, everything. You will buy fridges, cars, everything, microwave, everything here. And will not know. You will exist here and flourish and be happy. Yes. Why do you want to be known? That is why the devil will chop off your head very soon. That's why you fall into trouble. Something will happen to you. You should be, ministry, it's not about being on. Jesus would run away sometimes. Haven't you noticed in the Bible? You run and you work a miracle and say, don't let anybody know. Why do you think he was doing that? Why? why? Have you ever asked yourself why, why he was doing that? But you want everybody to know what God has used you to do. That is why you'd want to give your CV. Yeah, you just put it on Facebook like that. Pam. Man of God, the Lord is what? Is using you so that you can get comments like that. Man of God, the Lord is using you. You'll be laying hands on somebody and you do this. You pose for the camera. <laughs> so that they will know that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a show. You get it? Yes. It is very dangerous. If you don't drop your personal ambition, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. If you allow the people, you know the people of God can let you think in a certain way. The people of God. Oh, you'll be surprised. The voice of the people, you'll be shocked. Most of the time, it is the people in the church who cause ministers to think the way they think and to become what they become. 
Let me, show, let me give you an example. Have you ever heard of Dathan, Korah, and Abiram? Have you ever heard of them? Let's read about them so that you see. Probably you've never seen it before, so I want to show it to you. You've read your Bible, but you skipped that portion. When you saw it, you just moved on. So I want to show it to you. Hallelujah. Can you find it for me? It's in Exodus. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter what? Numbers 16. All right. Look at it. We can read from verse 1, isn't it? From verse 1. From verse 1 we'll do. Now Korah, the son of Ezer, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi. So he was a Levite. It means that he was in the ministry. All the sons of Levi were in the ministry. So this guy is in the ministry. But he's ministering under Aaron and under Moses. Isn't it? Okay. And Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Pelet, sons of Reuben, took men. And they, are, they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation of men, famous in the congregation, men of renown. So these are guys who had become something in the, they were senior ministers, senior men of God in the system, but they were all ministering under Moses. They were associate pastors with Moses. Can you see it? Okay, so let's go on. Very powerful. They had, they had cell groups under them. They, had, they were captains of 50 and of hundreds and of thousands. Like people were under them. They had people talking to them. Charlie, man of God, the, the Lord is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is The hand of the Lord is upon you. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said unto him, Ye take too much upon you. See all the congregation are holy. Every one of them. And the Lord is among them. Wherefore then lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. Poskaya, it is because of ambition that people talk against senior men of God. I know someone who wanted to become something and he started talking about everybody. You talk about Bishop Dag. I heard him insulting Bishop Dag as though, hey, I was surprised that someone with his brain can install Bishop Dag like that. He was insulting Mensa Otabel. He would preach and he would insult Mensa Otabel. Hey, insulting Archbishop Duncan Williams. You, sh- you see, you shouldn't exercise yourself along those lines. Stop that rough day. Watch Animal Channel. To be honest with you, this is a single most important thing in ministry. If you want to be in the ministry, it is, it is, listen, if you want to be in the ministry and be there, just be there without any problems. Never talk about any minister of God. Do you understand? Never talk about anybody. Keep quiet. Preach what God says you should preach. Leave everybody out. If you say something about somebody, it should be a good thing. An experience, if it's something else, it should be an experience he himself has shared. That you're saying. Oh, don't mention anybody's name. See, just say a certain minister. Jesus will preach and say a certain man. You to preach and say a certain man. <laughs> don't talk about anybody. I beg you. Or else you will die very early. Okay? You will die quickly. It's because of selfish ambition. That is why they talk like that. Yeah, this guy, you will insult me. I was in a meeting, I couldn't sit in the meeting, I had to stand up and go. He was talking. Spoke. He said, Pastor Chris's message is finished. Hey. Spoke about Bishop Oedepo and said that Bishop Oedepo was something, just saying things. Hey! 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 I was surprised. All because he wanted the people to see him in a certain light. Like he's the one whom God, he has a certain mandate. 
my mandate is the mandate of God. The Lord is upon me. Do you like what I'm saying or you don't like it? It's not one person I've seen doing this. I've seen about, this about five people, five different people, five different places. Yeah, young guys. Young ministers. Young ministers, they're all young ministers. Nobody's above, nobody's even 40. None of them is 40. But they can talk. Can you, you where were you when Rollins was president of this country? Okay, before democracy came. Do you know who prayed for democracy to come? You don't know. You don't know what people have done. Yes, so I'm telling you. You don't know. Yeah, these people, this, they, he, he, they, had, they had forgotten some of the things that Moses had done for them. They're saying things. Why are you taking too much upon yourselves? Why are you exalting yourself above the congregation of the Lord? Why are you making yourself something? That's what they were telling Moses. Who are you? All of us, all of us are sanctified. We can also do it. We go fit, do some. We are also anointed. Go to the next verse. And when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. You know why Moses fell upon his face? Because he was praying for mercy for them. He was afraid for them. Because Moses did not make himself something. Moses was called by God. Moses was, do you know how many times Moses tried to let God know that he's not going to do what he says he should do? Do you know how many times? So if you are in ministry and it's like, Charlie, you have to be careful. Okay? Yeah. Those who are truly called of God, don't, they don't want to even be known. Yeah, they don't want to be known. Hallelujah. He fell upon his face. Go to the next verse. And he spake unto Korah and to, and to all his company, saying, Even tomorrow the Lord will show who are his and who is holy and will cause him to come near unto him. Even him whom he has chosen will he cause to come near unto him. This dude, take his senses. You see how, you see how foolish. He is even showing them what to do to even be able to meet God. You should know that there is a difference. There, there are levels. There is a difference. Okay? I've been saying this. God hears your prayer, but God hears some people's prayer more than he hears your prayer. I am telling you. There was a day Jesus went with two of his disciples, three of his disciples too, in the Mount of Transfiguration. He was transfigured before them. Before he, was, he came down, the disciples were trying to cast out the devil, but they couldn't do it, isn't it? And the scribes and the Pharisees were questioning with them. Then Jesus came down. When he saw the situation, he spoke to a demon, and the demon left. Then he came to ask him, why couldn't we do it? He answered them, isn't it? They couldn't do it, but Jesus could do it. Why? Because there was a difference. Jesus has a certain audience with his father. You don't. Then later, 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 in Acts chapter 9, Peter was moving around visiting some of the churches. He got to a certain place. He, he, he met a man called Aeneas. The man had kept his bed for nine long years. Spoke to him, Aeneas, come up. Rise up. Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. And he stood up and walked. Then, after some time, they came to tell him concerning a woman called Tabitha, or Dorcas, who had died in another town. I mean, there were believers in that town. There were ministers in that town. But they, they, none of them could get the thing done. So they came to come and call Peter, that he should come and come and pray. When Peter got there, he held the lady's hands. He knelt and prayed, held the lady's hands. And Ruth brought the lady back up. And she, she, she lived. Why, didn't they, why couldn't they bring the lady back to life? They were, because they were also believers. They could pray for God to hear them. Isn't it? You should know that there's a difference. There are levels. Don't try to put yourself where you have not, God has not placed you. 
You like what I'm saying? Yeah, don't, don't try it. Okay? If you learn some of these things, you go very, very far in ministry. You'd be surprised. These guys were talking plenty. Gather, don't worry. Take your senses. Korah and all his company. Continue. And put fire therein and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord does choose, he shall be holy. Ye take too much upon you. Ye sons of Levi. He told them, you take too much upon you. Why? 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 Because he wanted to become something. What happened to them? They are the first group of people to go to hell live. 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 They had a rapture into hell. <laughs> go, to, go to the next verse. Verse 8. And Moses said unto Korah, Hear ye, hear I pray you, ye sons of Levi. Continue. Cement it by the small thing unto you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself. Do you think it is normal? That God has brought you. This is pastor, young pastors, whatever, isn't it? You have come. It's not everybody who is here. Yes, there are a lot of people here. It's not everybody who has come. You have come. You are the one who has been called close. Do you think it is a life thing to even be brought close to God, to know about the things of God, and to be able to explain it to other people? You think it's a normal thing? This is the most difficult job in the whole world. Trying to let people see what they cannot see. A God whom they cannot see. It's not a small thing. They wanted to become something. Because they wanted to be seen in a certain way before the eyes of the people. Why did Saul lose his anointing? He lost his anointing. Saul ruled for more than 40 years, isn't it? He was anointed for just two years. For 38 years, he was not anointed. Why? Because it was the day he was supposed to allow the prophet of God, someone to come and do the sacrifice. But he said he saw the people leaving him. The people were leaving him. And he wanted, he didn't want the people to leave. He wanted to please the people. He wanted to be, for the people to see him in a certain light. Because the people had been at the, at, the, at, the, at the battlefront for a very long time, waiting for someone to come and come and do what he's supposed to do. But, things, but the prophet was delaying. The prophet is late. And they were wondering what is going on. Are you not the king? Can't you do something? Hey! He was saying things into his ears. So he decided that he would do the sacrifice. As soon as he was done with the sacrifice... Someone came in. Someone said, you have, you, have, you have acted foolishly. Yeah. And in that day, he lost his anointing. So don't try. Drop. Fight with all your strength to not want to be something that God has not called you to be. Okay? You like my message? Fight hard with all your strength. Hard. Drop your ambition. Drop it. Drop it. Ministry is not there because of money. We are not here because of money. It was because of money. I should be driving two Pajaros by now. Yeah. All the money that was supposed to be used for the building, I'd have channeled it to a certain car. And nobody can ask me anything. I'll preach. I can preach messages to shut everybody up. Yeah. Yes, it's the truth. I can preach messages to shut everybody up. Nobody is supposed to talk. Don't talk about the man of God. Don't you understand? Living in a certain kind of house, driving a certain car, and I'll be fine. Yeah. Importance of Pajero. <laughs> if you are there because of money, you die before your time. You die very, very early. Have you ever heard of Gehazi in the Bible? What happened to Gehazi? 
He became leprous. Why? Because he was there because of money. Isn't it? He was there because of money. If you seek for money, you never get it. Just do what you're supposed to. Just do what you have been asked to do. As you do it, you'll be shocked. Be shocked at how God will be blessing you. Don't do it because of fame. Because you want to become something. Why did Aaron and Miriam talk against Moses? They spoke against Moses because they, they, said, in, they said to Moses that are you the only one that God has spoken through? Which God has spoken to us and spoken through us? See, Miriam was called a prophetess. Miriam was a prophetess. You read your Bible, you see, she was a prophetess. Prophesying. Aaron is a priest. They had forgotten that Moses was the one that God had placed over them. We were talking anyhow. So don't be in the ministry because drop it. Tell me about drop it. Fight to drop it. You see, the greatest enemy that you have is you, is your own self. You are your greatest enemy. Yeah. The things that will enter your heart. Some are also in the ministry. The establishment mission goes to the extent of the ladies. You don't know how powerful the ladies are. All these things I've spoken about can be used for the good of the Lord or the work of the ministry or it can go against you. All of them. Money can be, money is good for the ministry. Without money, you can't do a lot of things. It's not a small thing. You're talking about hundreds of thousands of Ghana cities or millions of cities. Lots of, you need a lot of money to do a lot of things. Isn't it? Yeah, without money, nothing can happen. Nothing can happen. Yet if you are there because of money, you have trouble. Okay? Yeah. God wants, you to, God wants to glorify you. But if you try to glorify yourself, you'll be in trouble. The ladies are powerful. They are there to help. The Bible says that he gave his word and great were the company of what? It was it's the company of women who published the word. The women are there to publish the word. If you are not careful, you'll be sleeping with everybody. Or you'll be doing things because of some ladies in the church so that they will see that you, you are something. Oh, do you, do you, it's like you don't like. Yeah. You'll be doing things because of the ladies in the system. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Saul developed hatred for David not because David killed Goliath, but because of the praises that the women sang after the defeat. The women came and said that Saul has killed the thousands, David has killed the ten thousands. It just went into his heart like that. Shh. I'm losing the ladies. I'm losing the ladies. Yeah. My followers are going down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Drop your selfish ambition. Drop it. Then the other thing I want to talk about is you being strong and courageous. To enter the ministry that God has called you to enter. You see, you must drop your ambition and pick God's ambition because God has an ambition for your life. You know God has an ambition for your life. But you must drop yours. If you don't drop what you have and what you want, like the, the desires that enter your heart, if you don't drop those things, you can't pick up what God wants you to pick up. There are two extremes that people can, ministers can involve in. There are those who are there in ministry because of their personal aggrandizement, because of their personal welfare, because of what they can get. And there are those who are also not confident enough to even believe what God is saying to them to do. You get it? That's the other extreme. They've dropped their ambition to the point that 
they, they, they are so, they can't even pick up what, they don't even believe what God says to them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or you don't understand? How many of you understand what I'm saying? It's a place where you have to know that God has anointed you for the work. Okay? You must know that you are anointed. God has anointed you for what he wants you to do. If you don't know that you are anointed for what you are supposed to do, you will not be confident in doing what you are supposed to do. Does it make sense? It's a very small difference. Okay? You don't know. A lot of ministers are not confident. They are, not, they are weak. They are weak. Yeah, they are weak and beggarly. Everything they do is they are apologizing to the people every time they are saying it. Listen, you are the one who has been called to. Let me show you one of the things that every minister of God has been called to do. Okay, go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Look at Hebrews 13, 17. Disobey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves, for they watch for what? They watch for what? You are the one who has been called to watch for people's souls. Do you know what that means? Do you know, listen, do you know what doctors go to, the medical students go to to become doctors? They have been called to watch the bodies of people. Body. Yet they go to school for seven years, six to seven years. That's the first portion. After that, if you want to specialize, how many years do you go? So many, isn't it? You can go for 12 years, isn't it? Both of you are whatever. You can go for 12 years. Just for an eye to be able to check the eye. Finger. How many years? Finger. They are finger specialists. Amazing. I never knew. I'm not finding out. How many years do you have to go? At least six years. After the first six years. Can you imagine? That's 12 years. So that you can check someone's finger. Yes. They are taken through a lot of things. You have to do a lot of things to be able to take care of the body. How much more you is taking care of people's souls? Do you know how important? You see the way we give doctors importance. Like we... Doctor-ish. They don't have anything but doctor. Oh, most of them don't. They don't, they don't have much. If you are a, a businessman, you may be 10 times, 100 million times richer than a doctor. Is it true? Yeah. Oh, is that truth? <laughs> Even an Indomitian Allah could go. Yeah. But they are attached, they, their professions are, there's some kind of respect that is attached to their profession. Is it true? Yeah. Why? Because they are taking care of the body. People know how important it is to take care of their body. Okay? How much more those of us who are taking care of people's souls? It means that we are too important. But the world does not see how important we are. If you also don't see how important you are, you will never be able to do what God has called you to do. Because you, you downplay what God has called you to do. And you will not be strong and courageous to do it well. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you have to be strong and courageous. To do what God has called you to do. To believe that God has really called you. I'm called of God. I'm called of God. Because there are a lot of things around you that will tell you that you are not called. A lot of things. Let me show you two examples. Your friends will tell you that you are not called of God. Your family. Oh, your friend. Uh, some people, they will just insult about you. Who are you? When did you come? Let me show you a scripture. Go to Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Family and friends may never appreciate you for a very long time. If you don't fight, forget about it. If you don't fight to believe in what God has called you to do. Hmm, thank you very much. 
Okay, I found it. It's in Mark chapter 3, rather. Mark chapter 3. Let's read from verse 20. We can read it together. One to go. And the multitude came together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. And when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him, for they said, he is beside himself. He says, and when his friends, Jesus had friends. He says, when they heard of it, they heard that he was doing, he was doing ministry, so he's not, he's not even eating. They went out to lay hold on him. They went to lay hold on Master, come, let's go. What is the meaning of all this? They lay hold on him, for they said, he is beside himself. He is mad. Other versions will say he is mad. Go, I don't know. Okay. When his family heard about this, they went to take charge of him. For they said, he is out of his mind. This guy is out of his mind. He's nuts. There's something wrong with him. He can't think far, isn't it? Yeah. His friends didn't believe what he was. They, don't, they didn't believe that he was called to do what? We saw we were all walking together in, in Nazareth together, playing football together, doing skipping rope together, doing Ashinebu together. Do you know Ashinebu? We're doing Ashinebu, Tikpetenge, and all those, Alikoto, and all those things together. What are you? Are what? You are called to look, to look after what? Look after people's souls. There's something wrong with you. If you don't fight, there are some friends who never see you as a cult like you are called. Sometimes when they hear you are, you are an elder in church, what, what is that? Small boy like you. You are, what church is that? Which church was able to locate you to make you an elder, locate you to make you a pastor, locate you to make, what is the meaning of that? You are what? You are, you are a cell leader. You are what? You are a worship leader. You are what? They will start saying, you, there's something wrong with your brain. Are you a sheep or a shepherd? If you don't fight, you, they, will, they can discourage you from believing that you are even called. Like, you will never feel that you can do something for the Lord. You will never feel that, I mean, your friends can just disvim you and say things. That's why sometimes some people have to live your life. Yeah, some people have to live your life so that you can do what God has called you to do. Yeah. Your classmates. You, what are you talking about? You know, we them, we them, we them, we smoke for their, come off for their words. We're smoking together, we're looking after the, we're looking for ladies together. What are you talking about? They'll say things. Is it true? Yeah. So you must fight to enter into your ministry by ignoring what these people say. If you go down, you see the place where Jesus' mother and brothers also came because your mother and your brothers and your family may not also believe in you. Do you like what I'm saying? They may not also believe in what you are doing. And they will fight you. Listen, I've fought many mothers and fathers. And most people, they have fought mothers and fathers. Even now, people are fighting right now. Yeah. Yeah, the fight continues. I've handed over those kind of fights to other pastors. Like, I'm not fighting them. Yeah. And when those who belong to his kinsmen, this Mark chapter 3, verse 21, heard it, they went out to take him by force. For they kept saying, he's out of his mind, beside himself, deranged. Go, to, go, go down, I think the last but one verse. When Jesus, Jesus was preaching, and his mother and his brothers came out. They were standing outside. They wouldn't even enter the meeting. Call him for me. Call that boy for me. Call that boy for me. Yeah. Is it in the Bible? Yeah. Then there came, this chapter 31, yeah, chapter 3, verse 31. 
There came then his brethren and his mother and standing without sent unto him, calling him. What? Come, come. What, what are you doing? Stop the preaching and come. I don't know. You may experience it as time goes on. Yeah. Your mother will fight you. Jesus said that you think I've come to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace on the earth. I came to bring sword. For in a household, one shall be divided against the other. Two against three. And three against two. Father against son. Mother against daughter. Mother-in-law against... Hey! Daughter-in-law. Fights, quarrels. Because of my work. Because of my ministry. Hallelujah. So if you don't fight... I remember when I said I was, when I was, I was made a pastor about 10 years ago. When I came to make me a pastor, I called my father. I said, Daddy, they said that they want to make you a pastor. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Did I take you to school for all these things? Come on. You, 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 boom. Hey. Cut the call like that. I said, God, you are the one who has called me. I didn't call myself. Talk to him for me. The following morning, he called me and said, I'm sorry for all that I said to you. That's the following morning. I'm sorry to all that I said to you. Forgive me. You can go ahead. I had a dream last night. You can go ahead. God entered his, his dream. You must, send, you must send God to, into people's dreams. Yeah. When they, when they dream one or two, they'll be fine. One dream will be fine. Yeah. My father is the number one supporter of my ministry. Yeah. You ask me, are there miracles in your ministry? How have you been doing the miracles? Come, come and let me show you how to work miracles. <laughs> yeah, if you read in John chapter 7, Jesus' brothers told him that, look at you, proud guy. What are you doing in the house? This is not the time for the feast. Go up and go and do. You want the people to know you. Go, go, go and go, go and do what you want to do. Because they didn't believe him. They believed him after his death, burial, and resurrection. And he even had to show himself to his big brother, his younger brother, James, to let him know that he's truly the Christ before he, because they were too close. They were too close. They were familiar. Yeah. They were too familiar. The one in Mark chapter 6, verse 1. Jesus went to his own town, his own country. Nazareth. Trying to pray for people. He would lay hands on someone. Be healed. Receive your sight. And he would do this. I, I, I can't say anything. If you don't fight. Okay. If you don't fight. And he said that, listen, I'm going to do, I am the one who has been called to look after the people. Yeah, I'll do it, no matter what. Whether they like it or not, I'm going to push and get it done. You'll be surprised, they'll take you after the ministry, sharp, 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 sharp. With the words that they'll say. Because they care too much about you. I didn't tell my father I was in full-time ministry for two, two years before I told him. Because I knew that when I tell him, he asked so many questions. So two years later, after being in full-time ministry, I went to him with my wife. And I told him that, oh. I've, I've stopped working two years ago. I'm actually... Hey! How are you eating? What is going on? I said, oh, it's been two years and we are fine. I said, eh, the Lord bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. If you don't fight and believe that you are the one that God has called to do this job, you will never get to do it. Okay? You must fight your own thoughts. Because thoughts will come. Are you sure you are called? Look at your thoughts. Look at how bad you are. Hey, don't you know that you are bad? You know that you are bad. Ask your neighbor, do you know that you are bad? Ask your neighbor, do you know that you are not correct like that? Yeah. 
You lay hands on someone and thought flies into your mind. You, yesterday, look at what you're doing. You are coming to lay hands on. Come on, take your hands off. Is it true? You have words. Things will be coming into your mind. You have to learn to fight those things. If you are not strong and courageous, you will never be able to do the ministry. Never. The devil will neutralize you like, like something. Neutralize you. Completely. If you don't believe that you are really called, that God has really, you are anointed. You have been sent of God. You have been commissioned of God. Something God, God can do something with you because God wants to do something with you. There are a lot of people who are waiting to hear your voice. If they don't hear your voice, nothing will happen to them. They will not meet the Lord. But you must find your voice by fighting. Okay? Fighting your own thoughts. Fighting your own feelings. Yeah. You're in the church, someone, a lady comes to pass by and looking at the person's buttocks. And then the devil whispers to you, look at you, look at you. If you are not careful, you will not be in the ministry after some time. You will go away. Hallelujah. You must fight. Tell me about you must fight. You must be strong and very courageous to do what God has called you to do. We are, we are the ones who look, we look after people's spirits, people's souls. We are, we have a, you have a special ministry. Okay? So don't ignore yourself. Don't think that you are nothing. No. Don't think that you are nothing. The devil will make you think that you are nothing. You are nothing. What, what's all this? What go away? We snub you. See things to you. Be strong. Tell you why be strong. strong. And very courageous. And very to fulfill the ministry. Of God upon your life. Even in Jesus' mighty name. I have so many things to share with you, but my time is up. Rise up on your feet and let's, and let's thank God for what He has shared with us. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314. Or send an email to info at Christworldinc.com. God bless you.